boys One from FLA Two one found each other Some say it was destined The other brother grew up tall and bright. Too hard to They put their sheets in the wind on tape tonight. So buckle up for the flight. Every time we talk, it gets quiet. A weird time recording. I'm Jared Moxley. My name is Matt Morris, and this podcast needs no introduction. No, it doesn't. But so we are a, a weird, weird time, time recorded. recorded. I'm going on the fly fly tomorrow, Matt. Going on the fly fly. Second time traveling during a pandemic, but I'm still good. So it's... I mean, for business people, this is their millionth time traveling on a pandemic because this cocksucker has taken so long to level out because of uh, a leader in this country that couldn't wrap his tiny little brain around it. But now that we have the real president in the seat, we're going to still go to Mexico, I guess. So I guess it doesn't matter. Nothing's changed. You voted for Donald Trump. <laughs> Those are the stupidest jokes I've ever heard. They're starting to make me mad. I know. <laughs> I know. You're two beers away from getting really upset. Oh, I can tell. Man. You're right on the cusp where you can still let it slide off your back, but you're just, you're about maybe four sips away from starting to get, be like, it's not funny anymore. Stop you've, saying that. You've honestly caught me at the right time. Uh, any later than that, Jared, I would have snapped. I know. Like it's like being called gay when you're when you're nine. You know, I'm not gay. I'm not fucking gay. Well, so that's the thing. If you just didn't give a fuck, it w- it would be one of those things where you just like you let it go. You're like, oh, that's not the one. But I can just see it every time I say it. How you try to laugh, but your your smile, there's anger in it. No, I th- I think it's funny. I. I just plus you tried to get me to go to the Capitol with you, and I was like, "What are you nuts?" It's <laughs> like I'm not doing that. I'm not traveling during a pandemic. Like, Come on, we'll bring some beers. Well, the only reason you said no is because of traveling during a pandemic. You were like, "That's unless we're driving." I'm not. I'm not going to the Capitol. And then you were like yelling at me, like not every Trump supporter is a racist, and saying all those things to me. But I wanted to. I wanted to ride to the Capitol like. Uh, um, that one bitch in Terminator 2 in like a station wagon. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. With the, the paneling on it. You know, yes. she goes to the Mexican desert and she's just like speaking perfect Spanish. And then she gets down to the dungeon where there's fucking guns and ammo. The re- uh, so the guy Reggie we used to buy our alcohol from when we were teenagers in Florida had that exact same Terminator uh, station wagon. So nobody... Nobody wants to drive that, right? 
it's just like what you can afford at that time. Like it's kind of like, oh, I'm in a pinch. This is what I can afford. I guess I'm gonna fucking buy this. Dude, he he had one, and then we rode with him once, and we heard all this sloshing going on. He had all these jugs of water. What the fuck was that? Anyway, he had all these jugs of water, and uh, we're like, Reggie, what's with all this? Why do you have all those jugs of water? And he's just like, in case my windows freeze. It was like the middle of summer, and we're like, okay. It's just like, he, shit wouldn't make sense. He would just say shit. You'd ask him a question, like, why is the, and, like, his seats were just torn up. Like, we're like, Reggie, what, like, what the fuck happened to your seats? And he just goes, right while I got a hold of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? You just had a Rottweiler in the station wagon, and he tore the fuck out of your sh- seats? So, you know, like, the green Gatorade sports bottle that, like, it just has like a nozzle mm-hmm. tip on it. Yeah, that football players use. Yeah, like to spray mm-hmm. into the helmets. Exactly. Um, my dad, we grew up poor. Like we did not have any cash, and I single handedly turned this family around. <laughs> Let's let me just start there. Dude, same. That's I think that's why we've come together so well. Yeah, I've I've I'm the one that's made it. I'm currently unemployed. It's been fantastic. Dude, you had chocolate earlier. You told me. i mean what the fuck dude i read a thing that was like dude it was like in the next 20 years they probably ain't gonna be no more chocolate so i went out and i invested and i was like i'm gonna hold on to this somebody's gonna pay good money kind of like beanie babies back in the oh yeah dude well my dad put a lot into beanie babies and he thought it was gonna hit we had the tag protectors and everything we had the princess die uh Beanie Baby, we had the Peace Bear. That was supposed to be a good one, the Peace Bear. Dude, we had them all. Because my grandma worked at the gift shop at the Ramada Inn, so she got first look at those Beanie Babies, and she was setting them aside. It was a family, like, underground, kind of like, not illegal, because she would buy them, but she would set the good ones aside. It was like stocks. And, dude, we like, thought we were going to make it, it was with like the bean. That's how my family thought they were going to turn our shit around, <laughs> was they put it all in Beanie Babies. Dude, your, your senile grandma told your dad, like, don't invest in stocks. You got to check out these toys. <laughs> uh, I think it was my dad's idea. He was like, all right, here's what you're going to do. These beanie babies, you need to set these aside. They're worth some money. They're more rare. And all the bears? How rare could they have possibly been? At, at one point, they were giving beanie babies out for like for free with a happy with the purchase of a happy meal. Well, man, I, I don't know how it works. I, I never really understood it, to be honest with you. But I did kind of believe, and I thought we were going to, like, this beanie baby right now, this fucking dog... Is hot. This shit, $300. But who who are you selling? Like, who's buying these Beanie Babies for this much? It didn't really make sense. I mean, to It didn't be honest, work also. I think, I think that um, boomers, like your dad's age, my dad's age, they saw the market for, like, stupid things that they it didn't It was like think... cards, like baseball cards That's and exactly football cards. That's exactly what I'm getting at. Yeah. I was going to say, like... They saw the market for these like stupid trinkets that if you kept in good condition, you memorabilia in like forty years you could you could sell them for fucking skyrocket amount of money. Yeah, like John Elway's rookie card. Like I remember my dad, he they would put them in the plastic case and shit, and he'd be like, "I got John L mint condition John Elway's rookie card." 
he, right. he when he retired, it was worth three hundred dollars. But th- those type of people, they don't ever sell the card. They yeah. just keep it because like the value is going to go up because you got to cash out, right? Yeah, but but card shows. Did you ever go to card shows? No, fuck no. I that did in the that mall. That wasn't me. I did in the mall. I missed that. I didn't. I didn't see the purpose in any of that. Dude, I had I all always... the cards. I had Ken Griffey Jr.'s rookie card, bruh. I was I was too busy, um, worried about pussy. At that age. Yeah. Jesus. Dude, I wanted Amanda Jones to love me, okay? And I did. I couldn't. Be... I'm playing with baseball cards, and you're just worried about pussy. I, mean... I couldn't be controlled with video games and playing 007. And, uh, you know, going and getting a Cal Ripken Jr. fucking 300th game or whatever, 100th game, 3,000th game. It wasn't 300. That was 3,000. Holy shit. I was worried about pussy. Hmm. Um, But anyways, yeah, we grew up without money. And my dad, he bought a used Pontiac 3800. And I remember he was so pumped, like... He did this thing, like this whole fucking thing. He picked us up from uh, from elementary school one day. You're worried oh. about pussy in elementary school? No, this is. I'm backtracking. No, I kind of was too, actually. I remember this girl named Rachel Kizak. Go ahead, sorry. Oh yeah, your Rachel Kizak was is my Amanda Jones. Oh yeah, and she wore she was was in one, that religion where they had to wear denim skirts. Oh no, different different. Things then, I guess. No, but I had a crush on her in fourth grade, but she had to wear a denim skirt every day. I grew up in Hammond, so Amanda Jones, she was, she was like Jenny from the block, like you know, every nice. she was like she was the hot one in the in the elementary school, and then she was the hot one in the middle school, yeah. and then she was the hot one in the the high school, and then she was the hot one in the college, and then she was the Damn, hot she was one. just hot. Hot, then she hot. was. Then she was the hot one that's married, and she's the hot. She's the hot one that has a baby now. Mm, probably happy. Happy with it with her husband. Probably semi wealthy, but not too wealthy. Doing well. Yeah. Doing very well. And here I am, just unemployed, talking about how I grew up poor. But you had chocolate. <laughs> but I invested. Let's not in fucking chocolate. forget about that. Oh, and like twenty years from now, I'm gonna be like, oh. Remember Godiva? And I'm going to open up my safe and it's just going to bling brown. People are going to be like, what the fuck? I unwrapped it. I can't wait to see that Cribs episode. So my dad pulled this thing on me when I was, uh, when we were all in elementary school. We all, there was a point where my brothers and sisters, we all went to the same school. And uh, he picked us up. But he was like waiting for us in the, in the school, and we we're like, "Oh, what's up?" Like, normally he's just in the line of cars. Yeah, yeah, but he was but like trying to. Not this time. He's like, "Oh, let's just get to our car," and we're and he's like kind of walking. We're kind of walking behind him, and we're like, "Which one? Which one? Like, where's our car? Like, where where'd I don't you park any at? Any of these cars? Where'd you park at?" And then he has to be like, he has to go over to the door and be like. It's this one. <laughs> and he had to put the key in because there's no be- mm-hmm. like uh, fob at that point. He pu- he plugs it in to a Pontiac 3800. It's brown. It's shit brown. And he's just like, he's like, I'll let you in. He has to reach over to every fucking thing to like 
open to do the things. And he's like, ha we got a new car today. Fucking starts that bad boy up. And we drove like two and a half blocks home. <laughs> and we we're just like, oh, nice, dad. We're really happy that you got a new car. Like none of the none of the kids were like, dang, this thing's sick. You was, know? He, was it supposed to be like special? Like, was this car supposed to be like, there aren't a lot of these cars, like that sort no, of thing? No, no, it wasn't, it wasn't rare. It was just a fucking new vehicle to us because I think we needed a new vehicle. Mm. The other one was a clunker. And we we were a one vehicle family for the most part. And then after that brown car, we got a big ass blue van. Ooh, I love so, a good van. I love a good but man. But then at that point, we had two vehicles, so we really fucking made it at that point, you yeah. know? But my dad tried to do this. You know, he he tried. He was, like, excited. And I don't think that our, like, nine-year-old selves really gave Understood, him. Understood, yeah. Gave him, like, the congratulations that he wanted. And we, we, fucked, we fucked him, really. We fucked him hard. <laughs> We had, ours was a. Uh... Oh wait, I, I didn't finish the story. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Um, everything on that car was mint. It was it was in such good condition, except the windshield wipers. I don't even think it had the. I don't even think it had the option to have like a a window sprayer. Oh, you didn't have any spritz. I I don't think it was broken. Honestly, I could be wrong, but. It didn't have the spritz on it, so you he used to keep a couple of bottles of uh, <laughs> of shit in his car, and and lean out the window and give it a the a manual spray. spritz with the Gatorade bottles that I was. Talking oh yeah, about. yeah, because you can squeeze them and they can go a little distance. Oh yeah, he'd give it just a little fucking. <laughs> and then we you're could... looking thirsty, windows. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. Too bad my dad's dead. He can't even see how far I've made it in life right now. Two, you know? You're a two-vehicle household at this point. I haven't always been, but... Yeah. Ours was the one... We had one vehicle for a while. It was a gray Honda Civic. Ooh. Mm-hmm. You can fit From f- the four 80s. people... You can fit four people comfortably in that thing. You sure can. You sure can. Um, Damn, we just hit a hard wall there. You did. Mm-hmm. I sure did. Um, okay, so the reason, obviously, we... Jared, you made it weird, man. Why? Because like, you stopped talking, and it's like the thing... We have a podcast. Well, then you picked you, up your phone, you and talking. you were... I'm looking at my ideas, Jared. Hey, 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 hey. Dude, hey. don't fuck with me, man. I've been drinking all day. <laughs> I don't have a job. Relax. Okay, sorry. You have a job. Sorry. You have Podca- a job. Podcast, yeah. Podcasting. You have a job. Podcasting good. Real so good. just take it down. Okay. Because you're too big to be angry. We've gone over <laughs> this. <laughs> uh, don't Me, look- I can be angry and I can have a hair trigger, but you cannot. <laughs> that's just, that's math, Matt. It's Hulk. That's math. Um... I don't even know where we're going at this point anymore. Oh, oh no. The reason that we started with this um, opening with Brett 
was because you're flying. But before flying we flying tomorrow, yes. Before we get to the flying part, I want to say that Brett, the gentleman that wrote the song in the intro that you can kind of hear while it's not fading in and out. Um, he went on Instagram live. Did I say this already? Mm-mm. He went on Instagram live and he started playing songs and trying to cheer people up. And it was like really nice to listen to. But while, while he was in the middle of a song, I had requested that he played the intro to a weird time recorded. And he, when he finished the song, he looked over at the phone, you know, like kind of like the weird, like, all right, let's see what the followers are saying. Mm-hmm. And uh, he saw play the intro to Weird Time Record. He just said, <laughs> I don't know if I remember that one, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then he and then he like started like he started a second of it. And he's like, no, I don't remember that. Sorry. And then that was it. But at least we have it here now. For forever. Maybe forever that should... Be. I feel like that should be in his repertoire. Repert, repertoire. I feel like that should be in his... Like, like he should be playing it live randomly at places. Like, you know, if he's playing at a restaurant or a, wherever, he should just bust that one out. Like Bob Dylan did with Maggie's Farm. You know, like everybody was like, ugh, not really sure if I agree with Bob Dylan or what he's talking about. And then all of a sudden he's just like... She's really 72, but she says she's 24. I ain't going to work. And then everybody's like, oh, I like this fucking song, you know? Yeah, I guess kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just got done with a Bob Dylan documentary, and I just am relating everything to Bob Dylan. Now. Yeah, you know, yeah. We're flying like Bob Dylan says in that one song. Once you listen, once you watch, invested enough time to watch a three and a half hour Bob Dylan movie, you gotta you, use it. You should relate you everything to Bob Dylan because I feel like I am Bob Dylan at this point. Yeah, All you gotta his, use it. What a dick! All of his interviews, the interviewers are just like the symbolism in your in your songs, like. Are they strongly withhold within the government and yada yada? Because it's all like overseas and everything. Mm-hmm. He never answers a fucking question. He's always just like, I don't know. Are they supposed to be? And then the person will be like, Well, the there has been said that the, there will there was, and we're wondering. And he's like, Ah, it's kind of like a made up thing. I don't know if you think there is, then there is. And it's just like, what the fuck, dude? Answer a question. Yeah, I saw Bob Dylan once in Atlanta. For what? Oh, he's my friend. <laughs> I went to see him perform. <laughs> Hello. It was. Uh, I mean, it's old ass Bob Dylan, so it was cool though. The band wasn't in. No. No. Damn. Is there anything you else you wanted to say about you seeing Bob Dylan? I just told you, I watched three and a half hours of him, and you're just like, I saw him live. Are we talking like Bob Dylan? Are we talking like Bob Dylan? It's Bob Dylan. Oh yeah. We was just like down. It was like him and his guitar. You couldn't tell if he was playing his guitar or if he was singing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that, that guitar's got some distortion on it. I was like, dude, he's either shredding or he's playing guitar <laughs> and singing, or I'm not sure what the fuck's going on. Oh, man. I've right. never, 
So I've had to... I'm somewhat of an amateur professional traveler, I feel like. But I, you always have to get up early. And I don't like getting up early. And what every time I have to do something and get up early, you know what I ended up doing on accident? Drinking too much. Oh, yeah. I I knew that answer. I don't know why. Like, I can't just be like, oh, I got to do this thing. So let me just. I was, I, I knew that answer. I have a friend that calls it having a good travel day. And anytime I've had to travel with him, he looks at me and he goes, now, don't drink too much tonight because we got to get up early tomorrow and we want to have a good travel day. Which is very responsible, a little bit momish, but that's fine. We all need a little bit of that in our lives. Is that somebody that you go to Atlanta with frequently? Yes. Okay, I, I knew that's who yes. you were talking about. And he's not wrong, and he's always right. We but want it's, to have a good travel day. There's something deep-seated in my mind and in my soul where when I'm supposed to do something that I'm supposed to do, and I should take the right path, and someone gives me that advice, and I go, yes, you are right. I turn around and go, fuck that shit. All right. So, uh, normally, it is always the other way around. You're, you are always the one giving me advice. You're the one telling me what you're actually... You're, life is like an ocean there's gonna be waves and you're, you're giving me all this symbolism and like mm-hmm. and you, like these things that are perfect what i'm gonna tell you right now is that's self-sabotage man sabotage. yes yes it like is. you you are 100 percent just mm-hmm. not that you have a not that you have a bad travel day when you're a little well let me tell you about one. Oh gosh it was the worst oh, travel gosh. day i've ever had Oh, gosh. So I was drinking heavily, and then I'm hanging out with a different friend. And at the time, he had just had a surgery, and he was given painkillers and Valium. And I was I drunkenly told him that I'm scared to fly because I wanted some of his drugs. I'm not scared to fly. I actually enjoy it. I find it kind of fun. Yeah. So he ends up giving – I'm wasted. I was actually at your old place. Remember the place, the old, old place? Down, oh, on the down. West side of town? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So but he, not when I lived there? Yeah, you, I was there with you, and I was drinking, <laughs> and he showed up, and then we were all drinking. Wait, and is this a person's name that you can't say? Cause if it's you... Josh. Oh, okay. He's been on the podcast, yeah. friend of the podcast. Um, And he, uh, he's like, hey, man, here's some volumes. You know, I know you said you're nervous to fly. Again, I'm not. And I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. And I'm drunk, and I just took them. <laughs> and then that night, I just went on a tear. I'm just like drinking. I've already taken these volumes. I'm feeling good. He dropped me off at my house. I jumped on the hood of his car and wouldn't like get off. <laughs> and then so fast forward to the next day, early flight. I'm in no condition to travel. I'm really in no condition to do anything but piss and go back to bed. You want to have a good travel day. That's not a good travel day. And so I am uh, managed to get myself onto the airport or into the airport and onto the plane. I just, I don't, I'm in so much writhing pain of just a hangover. I just, all I can do is pass out. So I go to sleep. I wake up mid-flight, exactly the middle of the flight. I am, the person I'm traveling with, I'm, I turn completely white. 
and they go, are you okay? And sweat started pouring down my forehead. I then started to look for two vomit bags because I wasn't, I, it, it's, it, I didn't think I was going to. I knew I was going to shit and throw up. It's the only time I've ever felt this way. And, like, I don't throw up a lot. And I've never, sh- ne- well, I've only kind of shit my pants once. I thought you were going to say you never shit. I was gonna... Shit my pants. Uh-oh. But, I, but I, dude, I literally was going to have, uh, in my mind, in the moment, I was like, I need two barf bags. I'm going to put one, I'm going to pull down my pants and put one up to my asshole. And I'm going to put one over my mouth. And I'm going to just shoot everything out of my body. Because it's not a choice at this point. Man. There was no, like, go run to the bathroom. I think Florida. Yeah. Flor- I would sh- I would do that, too, if I was going to Florida. I'd party hard. And then and then on the, once they removed me from the plane, it'd be like, Florida man. <laughs> Shits <laughs> and projectile vomits on mid-flight. I think that. It was I scary, think the dude. reason I didn't that we like it. to party on days that we're not supposed to party is because we're kind of like a fuck the man kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I I know that I should probably have a good travel day, but I like to get kind of drunk before travel days too. I am not trying to brag, but I I don't have like bad days really after partying. Like I don't wake up and be like, "Oh, what did I do?" I normally wake up and I'm like, "Hey, let's 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 do this." And I I do it again. Um but there was but there is drugs involved so that's there was one day me and my my buddy Pat we uh we went to Colorado and we were good the entire time we we were drinking beers and having dinner and just like we'd go home and have a few more beers and we'd pass out and like we you know it was a nice little vacation i think it was like you weren't going strong it wasn't like the hangover films yeah you know until it was the day that we had to go home and we had to be at the airport at like 5 a.m so at midnight when we were still drinking we were just like hey why don't we just keep going until we have to be at the airport and we'll call an uber and that's when we decided That we started drinking, we were karaoke, and we were getting, we got blackout <laughs> drunk. We called an, we called an Uber, and we got to the airport two hours before our flight because everybody knows the first flights are yeah. normally like seven o'clock. Like that's that's how it goes. But everybody says like you get, you better get there a couple hours early because the lines. We got there and it was fucking dead. It was dead silent in the airport. So. We got to our gate, and we passed the fuck out because mm-hmm. we were shit-faced. I, I woke up, and I didn't even know where I was exactly. <laughs> and I woke up when the boarding attendant person had shut the door, turned the thing, and, like, was walking away. And I woke up Pat, and I was like, hey, uh, we we're, we need to be on there. We were, like, boarding class A. Like, we were... Yeah, more than forty-five minutes late for this, and he was like, "We already shut that thing, man." And I said, "Please, just let us on. Just please let us on." He's like, mm, "Okay," and he let us on, 
And we walked on there. We found the first two seats that we saw that had two seats together. We sat down. And this mother behind us said, hey, you guys stink. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we were like, yeah, we're really sorry. And she's like, you guys party all night? And we're like, yeah. She said, takes one to know one. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, holy shit. This lady's trying to fuck me in the bathroom right now. Damn, dude. It's just too bad she weighs over 140 pounds because I don't like him over 140 pounds. I'm more, I'm just kidding. I yeah, don't and you're a liar. Yeah, I'm, I'm so <laughs> lying. I'm surprised that the dude opened the door for you. He was feeling generous that day, but he said that he had seen us sleeping there for the last, for the last like hour and a half. So he, you know, I was probably chainsawing. Fucking uh, he, by seeing you sleep, he means hearing you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, I've been hearing you sleep for. I did that in uh, coming back from uh, New York. Did the whole, dude. If you're at an airport, there's like. The rules are different. You can just lay on the ground and go to fucking sleep. No one gives a fuck. At an airport, you can it's drink okay. in the morning. You but can sleep anywhere. Street, yeah. If it's at if it's at your job at an office, like it's unacceptable. Could but you at, imagine if they allow drugs in airports? They do. You just have to be sneaky. Yeah, you got to be real sneaky, and you got to call upon a little lady named Keister. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so, um. Steve-O, jackass Steve-O, mm-hmm. he is, he he pulled a move, like, he's clean now. And so he's, he's like, telling all these things that he used to do. And like, here's the most, here's the video of the most fucked up I've ever been in my life. And then he'll show, like, a clip of a video. And, uh, but he's, he's kind of getting a little out of control now. In what he's, way? He's telling the magician secrets. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he'd be like, we would do an international things. Do I have to do his voice this whole time? No. no, no. no. We're doing international things, um, but all the while that we were all addicted to certain drugs. So here's how we got drugs through the security at airports. And he was telling all... All of the secrets, like the four ways he used to get drugs through international airports. And it was just like, dude, don't don't ruin it for the rest of us. Like, yeah, I'm sure there's people that saw those maneuvers and and they were just like, God damn it. How am I supposed to get because he's got viewers. I mean, they're I'd like to know what those were. Most of them involved condoms. Not because I'm going to do it. No, most of them involved condoms. Most of them involved, like, up the asshole. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm not doing that. But also, some of them involved, like, the little pocket that's underneath your tongue. Now, I'm Whoa, the magician. now you're revealing now the secrets. Now, I'm the magician. You're revealing the secrets. Like the guy in the black, black mask that shows how sewing a lady in half works. You remember that dude that I'm talking about? I don't. That bitch. I'm about to piss my pants, to be honest with let's you. Take a, Do you want to take a quick break? Is that Dude. okay that I stop the flow? Are we good? Dude. I'm sorry. Take a break. Let's get one thing straight, Jared. <laughs> and we're back. Hey, I'm I'm starting this motherfucker. Let's get one thing straight, Jared. 
Wow. I'm sick of white people. White males. I'm sick of white males holding one finger up in the in the shape of like a one, you know, mm-hmm. just one, and saying, let's go. Let's go! Is that something I'm, that they do? I'm sick of it for sports, for just like like bar things. Like, oh, that dude just chugged a huge beer. One finger up, one and they're just like, let's up. go! I don't like that at all. Let's go. Oh, I man. agree. I agree. My favorite thing is when there's sports that aren't like super uh, – like athletic pursuits, but they're still considered sports. But they get like just as hype as if they like, like blocked someone's like shot in basketball. Like how they do like the, oh! <laughs> you know, like they'll like. Have you seen like the cornhole tournaments? Like they'll show on ESPN. Oh And yeah. one dude will make one, and he'll be like, ah! Oh! It's like, dude, you're doing some shit. Dude, you have a beer in your hands. So just calm the fuck down. <laughs> Kind of like that Chris, Chris, whatever that bold. Yeah, bold. who do you think you are? I am. Yeah, he he got hyped. He, yeah, you you didn't give it the thing. Like, no, I didn't. You who do you think? Like you're not giving me. Yeah. Give it, give it to me. Who do you think you are? I am. Yeah, with the thumbs pointing yeah. to his chest, yeah. like I am. Like you're just bold. Good job. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I kind of get it. I get, I get it, but I also. That shit seems silly to me. Even like professional athletes that do that shit. I'm like, calm the fuck down. You're not Superman. Chill out. But that's just, just because uh, I'm judging that and, pro- and projecting because, you know, I make pizzas for a living. So what the fuck do I know? I think that I think that we need to find a new let's go. Everybody says, let's go. Yeah, there does need to. It's played out. There does need to be uh, a and, new one. And I feel like that's all barstool sports is. It's just like let's goes. It's all let's goes. I quit. I quit the bar barstool game a long time ago. I couldn't do it. It wasn't my people. I understand. I get that. I I still do because I as much as I just said like, how do I say this? If you're putting up a one finger and saying let's go, you follow barstool sports. But if you followed bar stool sports you don't have to put up one finger and say let's go yes yes you're correct you know what i mean you're correct i think that their content is really funny still and relevant to me like for the most part. maybe it to fight it personally between you and i anytime we see that we can just yell where Mm -hmm. let's go i'm like where 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 are we going where are we going where are we going where are we going and then they'll be like, well, I was just trying to get everyone – just really take the air out of that balloon. Um, I know it's not that relevant, but it's something that I want to talk about right now because we have, we have a platform that I'm going to talk Screech about. Screech passed away. Oh, well, I guess we could talk about I that I thought that's now. what you were going to say. So no, go no. Ahead, continue. Like, rest in peace. Um, he, <laughs> he, he died of uh, lung cancer, stage 4 lung cancer Damn. at 44. So uh, – I when I saw like Screech died, I immediately thought he partied too hard and overdosed or something because like he he was known as like the play like the well he was doing pornography he was and he doing, was trolling people and anytime you're like doing porn and trolling and shit obviously something didn't go right and you're probably gonna end up dying and you're like a you're. In my opinion, I feel like he's still a child actor. Yeah. Because even though he, I want to talk about your thing. We didn't have to well, talk even, about this. No, even though he, he did adult things, films. Yeah, he he didn't. He wasn't an actor. Did he have a big dick? Did you ever see? No, I didn't see. 
I mean, I'll, I'll check it out though. I'm sure. I'm sure Pornhub is hot with Screech. Yeah, Screech right porn now. right now is probably going through the roof. Oh, Buy that yeah. Screech porn stock. <laughs> yeah, let's let's blow the internet apart. Well, let's blow. Let's blow Screech. I'm He's not... dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not making fun of that. I love seeing rich people be like, "What's going on? Why is everything going like this?" Yeah, I actually I wrote a note about that topic. And I like I was like listening to some shit, and I was like, I think I got it all figured out. But we don't and know I, enough. No, about I wrote it. this metaphor, and I went to go read it today, and it barely makes sense. But at the time, I thought I had perfectly like lined just the like together. this like is you, this is what's going on. You right tapped now. in the last piece of the puzzle, yeah. and you're just like, I got it. I then I realized know. I didn't even spell stock right. So there's no way that metaphor was going to ever be like good. Would you spell stoke? No, I put sticking. Oh, shit. But yeah. who knows? That could have been an autocorrect. It could have been. It probably wasn't. It's like this guy's never said talked about stocks. Why would it has to be stick? No, I don't. I Because I talk about stick fighting all the time. As much as I just said, like, I love to see the rich man cry. Ha ha ha. I also do want to say I have no idea what's going on. I do not invest in stocks. I kind of have a, a D plus grade average level of understanding what it is, which is probably that's all I've ever Fuck. been, you know, in school. We're dropping a lot of stuff today. Maybe we should call this episode Drop It Like It's Hot. <laughs> Drop It Like It's Not. Ooh. We found it. We found it. <laughs> Normally, we have to stand outside. Let me tell you guys. You just saw. You just saw the. You didn't see because you're listening to the process of us finding out what to name the episode. It's usually something like that. But let us tell everybody what naming the episode normally entails. Ooh, are we going inside? A weird time recorded <laughs> inside the episode. Yeah. Normally, it's uh, it's we click stop and we're just like, all right, well. We're not sure what that was, but it was something. And then we're just, and then Jared looks at me with like one eye a little, a little squinted. And he's like, What do we call this one? And I'm like, I don't know. Let's think about it. And then we go outside and we have three more beers. Yeah. And during that time, we don't, we don't even communicate. No, we just say things. We just say, like, we say short sentences to Mm -hmm. each other. We're just like, Drop it like it's not. Okay, where can we go from there? Just like drop it like it's not screech. <laughs> yeah. like, and like we talked about screech. We talked about, uh, and it's like shit that we barely really talked about. Yeah, uh, and we just we that? just nobody cares. But like, what it is is uh, we f- we figure out what we're gonna say when we're more intoxicated. You know, this is our. Our art. Our art. So. Maybe we'll know, call it our art. Who knows? This I, is I'm going to write that down. Our art. And it might not be the artiest thing. It might not be the best thing in the world. And it might even be complete and utter shit. But God damn it, we're coming out with one every fucking week. So but everyone we're... likes the smell of their own shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, Jared. I'm. I think I'm starting. I think I might start a candle company. 
And it's, oh, like Gwyneth Paltrow. Yep. So you send in bags, samples of your own shit, and then we make candles based on the scent of your shit. And you have to tell us what you ate. Because let's be serious. Everybody's shit smells a little different. Mm-hmm. And your shit might even differ from day You ever to day. walk back in and think of stranger shit in your bathroom? Like you had to go back in there randomly? And you're like, oh, well, you don't recognize your own scent? Isn't that scary? You're, you're a, it's like you're a stranger. It's like there's someone else inside you. God damn And you it. don't even know who it is. Well, what that is is actually your nose adjusting to a different... I know it is, but, I, you know, I'm trying... You're talking about factory syndrome. All right, Jared, all right, all right. Dude, I know words... And I know syndromes. Damn, that was some fucking uh, midsomner shit, dude. <laughs> oh no, dude. dude. Um, so I just went back and <laughs> we're like, the- <laughs> <laughs> do that and then do that. You're gonna make me fucking come, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. No, I got a little far. It got dusty in here. I got a little. Hasty. I gotta dust that. Um. Movies, yeah. Midsummer. We just. Um, I just watched. Um, Reservoir Dogs again for the, for the first time. Like, I watched only five years. Funny enough, uh, like uh, less than a week ago, I w- I didn't really have much time. But I wanted to just like put something on real quick. I was waiting for my lady to get ready, and I just put on the intro to that movie because it's just such a good intro. Yeah, and I hadn't seen it in a while. But thus, it's good. Like one. a virgin. Yeah, getting fucked. It's just like the, the whole like I don't time. tip, like I don't tip. Yeah, here's my the tiny violin. I love the whole. So, I love it. Yeah, and uh, I sent you a Steve Buscemi meme after that, and you... I didn't get it. Was that not him? It was not him. Okay, because I was like, I don't think that's him, and I'm not. I I'm. But I didn't it looks get just it. like him. Like, well, who well, who was that? Some, I don't. I don't know, Jared. It doesn't oh, matter. I didn't get it. I'm I, sorry. I guess I didn't get it either. I just sent it because I thought it was funny. Because it was like it was one of those, uh, whatever image get, Getty images. Getty images. Yeah, yeah. And I just think that those are so funny sometimes. They are. Dude, um, there's some shit. Uh, I don't remember anything of that movie so i am not to describe myself though as a movie watcher i am not the guy that watches a movie one time and repeats lines to you i like i do it to movies that i've watched a bunch like i can do it to oh brother where art thou that's one of my favorite movies uh nothing to lose with martin lawrence and tim robbins i can recite that whole one liar liar jim carrey um, Reservoir Dog somewhat because I like just the fact when he's just like I'm fucking dying. He's like, "You're not dying. You're gonna be okay." Say it with me. Or Say he's it. like, he's talking about what to do when you handle a uh, like a bank manager. He's like, sometimes you'll get a guy who thinks he's a real fucking tough guy. He's like, fucking break his fucking nose no, and then see. You, yeah. you hit him over the nose with the butt of your yeah. gun, and he drops to his knees and he's squirting blood out, and nobody's gonna fuck with you then. Like, he, and, he, and then he just goes. Let's get a fuck. Let's get a taco. I'm hungry. Let's yeah. go get a taco. And then yeah. he puts the keys in. I'm only into saying that because I, 
I just watched. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. watched it. Mm-hmm. But I have seen the movie before, and I'm so not the guy to repeat lines to you that I don't. I didn't even remember the ending to that movie. So like, while oh I was yeah, watching, it's crazy. While I was watching that movie for the third time, I was even my dumb brain. I was like, <gasps> what's what's gonna? Happen? Oh yeah. my god! Like, and I was I I did it again. How do you think it ends? I know how it ends. Well, no, because it it it's open ended, isn't it? Mm, I think St- Steve Buscemi got away with the jewels, and I think that there's no. Oh, so how it ends is because uh, he's in a standoff. It's oh no no. Let me tell you how it ends. Because I haven't seen let it me, in a little, let, while. Either. Harvey Harvey Keitel shoots the undercover cop. Right, because he finally was, tells him yes. I'm a cop, man. Also, I hated his acting the entire time. Tim Roth? I, I hated Tim Roth's acting really? the entire time. The entire time, he was always just so... When he gets shot, it, it starts to get a little... That's why it's kind of funny to quote, because he's just like, oh, I'm fucking dying, man. I know, but like, I think that he took it a little too... Like I, I don't know how I would act if I was dying over the act, the course of five hours. I think I would suffer in silence. I, I don't think that I'd be like, I'm, I'm sure she fucking kills me. Yeah, I don't think yeah, I don't yeah. think I'd turn into an like alien a weird baby. weaselly like. Yeah, oh, dude. Mm-hmm. I think, I think his acting is a little annoying in that movie. I don't think it was bad. I think it was a little annoying. I could see that, but um. How I think it ended was the three-man standoff. Mm-hmm. But you have to think there was there there was not a gun pointed at Eddie, but Eddie went down. Who's Eddie? Ed, oh, I'm sorry. Um, so so the guy that put it all together, the old man. Oh was yeah, point, yeah, was yeah. Was pointing right. the gun at at um Tim Roth. Who was dying? Because he's like, this is the only person that I think. And then Harvey Keitel is trying to speak up for him. Still, he's trying to have his back. Yes. And, and then and he and tells he, and him. He, and Harvey Keitel has his gun at, at Eddie. At, at the, no, no, Steve at, Buscemi. No. God damn no, it. At the old man. Old man has his pointed at uh, Tim Roth. Tim Roth. Harvey Keitel has his pointed at old man. Old man's son Eddie. Who was played by, um, Sean Penn's Sean's Penn's brother, yeah, Chris his dead, Penn, his dead brother. Yep, he's still alive at that point. He, For some reason, I was yeah, no, he, I gotta rewatch his. That. His is pointed at, um, Harvey Keitel. Yeah, because like, don't Steve, you point a gun at my dad? Steve yeah, Buscemi is underneath the, underneath the stairs, and when he comes out, he has a gun in his hand. So that means that he was pointing yeah. at Eddie, and when everything went down, he was the one shooting Eddie. Dude, I gotta re. I bet that's one of those ones that if you really go back to that moment and like kind of break it down, you end up see you kind of see what's going on. But when you're watching the movie, it happens so fast and it's such an intense thing. Dude, he's so good at that. Like that was like that the ending ending scene of the the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's like one of my favorite movies. But it's so, it's long and drawn out. But it's so beautiful. what happens is Steve Buscemi he makes off with the diamonds, mm-hmm. and Harvey Keitel he he 
he goes and he comforts the undercover cop, and then right. he's like, "I'm an undercover. I'm a cop, man." He's like, "Fuck you! I gave all this up for you." He starts crying. There's sirens. The sirens come in. You hear one shot, and then you hear a a, a ton of shots. So I'm thinking that he shoots. Oh, like Steve all the cops come Tim. in and they're like, freeze! Yes. And then he just shoots him and then he, he, sh- he dies. And then he dies. And I think it is a little more Steve, clear than what I'm remembering. Steve Buscemi now. makes off with the jewels. But you're not wrong because what I think is... Oh, wait, spoiler. Should we say spoiler first? I mean, if you haven't seen Reservoir Dogs, like it's still a good movie. I've seen it three times and I had I've, every single time I watch it, I, I'm like... It's like a new ending. Yeah, now that we're talking about it, it's not as like open ended as it seems. But I think that Steve Buscemi, because in during the movie, they say like jewels. Nobody's heisting jewels anymore. Like, no, nobody wants them. Nobody's gonna buy them off the streets. Nobody, like, there's there's no money to be made. And then the the head guy he says. They're already paid for. I know. I know exactly where they're going. Like, it's not about the money. Like, it's not about getting rid of them. I've already got them rid of. Mm. But now that he's dead, what I think is, Steve Buscemi has a sack full of, of uh, diamonds that he can't get rid of. So he's mm. so he's rich, but he can't. But not for, really. But for what? And what's he going to do? Like sell one at a time? And they're going to be like, okay, these jewels are. Dude, I've started what? Like I started following, you know, when you go to that search part of Instagram, started to follow a bunch of. Because they're getting used to what I'm into. So it's just a lot of butts in movies. And Tits. so I've, I, I've started following a couple of them. And they'll like do like little movie facts and stuff. It's gotten me really. Uh, gone back to rewatch a bunch of movies that is 100% why I watched uh, Reservoir Dogs really that's why I did Dead too serious. Ha- when's the last time you saw Idiocracy have uh, you ever seen less that less than a year ago dude it's the but old me, the more that time you, goes on with like how you're not supposed to say shit the more that that, mu- that movie's hilarious let me tell you something Less than a year ago, for the first time. Really? Yeah, I know. I know what you're thinking, because I love uh, Owen. Um, Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson, not Owen Wilson. Luke. Wilson. I love both of them. For a while, any movie that they were in, I would watch no matter what. Like it could be a dog shit piece of shit movie, I'd still watch it. But also, Mike Judge is. Who that? That's your actor. No, that's the director and the writer. No, but I mean, like, that's your actor. That like, what, no matter like. For a little bit, I yeah, like know. Owen Wilson and Luke Wilson. I just loved everything they were in. I think that my actors like that are, are um, Paul Rudd. Yeah, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. I will watch every yeah. Sam Rockwell movie. I think that... Denzel Washington's kind of that way for me. Oh, yeah. I. He just crushes I, everything. I said yes, but I, I'm going to disagree with you there. I don't think... He, I think that he's in so many high market movies. Like, like what, dude? Name the last bad Denzel Washington movie. No, I, I'm not saying that they're good or bad. I'm just saying, like, I when I think of Denzel Washington, I'm not. I don't see his name on a marquee and think like, "Ooh, I have to see that movie." Um, I do. 
Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman, yes. Dude, I yes. I think that I think that he's such a superior actor. The Sam Rockwells and the Gary Oldmans are like like I see what you're saying like about Denzel Washington, like they'll put him in a movie to like bring his name to the movie, but the Sam Rockwell and the there. Gary Oldmans, they like their fame doesn't like take away from the character if that makes sense yes like they slide right in and they don't even have to necessarily be like the main character they just like they fit perfectly and they just become part of the shit oh yeah even if it's like a guest starring gary oldman situation i'm like holy shit like the first time i remember gary oldman well, this is becoming a movie podcast, but I actually kind of enjoy where what we're talking about. So yeah, I'm okay I really with don't it. Care. Um, was Leon the professional mm-hmm. when he's like the cop that's coming to? Re- I need raid. to rewatch that, and I actually have it on DVD. I've only watched it like once. Oh, dude, that movie, it, like, was Natalie Portman. I think we're following some of the same fucking movie pages because there's like a bunch of. It's like they kind of do a lot, but they they'll do the same ones. But they're not wrong in what they're saying, and I like the ones that like explain like how, sure, uh, certain shots like why they're shot that way and like what it kind of oh yeah blah blah blah. But uh oh, so speaking of pages that you follow, we're obviously talking about Instagram. Mm-hmm. Let's let's just yeah let's cut that bullshit out right now. Uh, we're talking about Instagram, and how shots were made and yada yada um right now we are in the middle of i don't i think that their handle is deer tick music at deer tick music but if you just search deer tick it's a it's a band and we're actually in the middle of um 10 days of deer tick and they're kind of doing the same thing right now because they have they have amazing albums that they've put out throughout the mm-hmm. years, and and there's ten of them. And every day they're 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 going one by one, and they're writing a description of like what took place during the 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 writing process during the recording process. That's cool. During, and even if you don't like the band, you you're kind of captivated they're just like in this one we grab uh we went to portland oregon like these east coast uh hooligans they they travel out to the west coast to portland oregon oregon and they uh they they wanted to experience craft beer because craft beer wasn't huge in east coast because this is 2000 mm-hmm. fucking whatever and they they go out and try craft beer and they hate it and then buy a bunch of fucking uh Miller High Life and go into the recording studio and record an album there like while drinking Miller High Dude, Life. Dude, that's awesome. And like just reading their descriptions like at this point the horn section joins the band and they stayed with them for this many album like they they're so descriptive that I think that everybody should Dude, follow, I'm going to have to check that out. I should, like that. Should follow um, Deer Tick Music. I think it's Deer Tick Music. What's that song that you can only find? It's only on YouTube that they had, and it's just the one guy. What is it? Something and Eggs? Cake and Eggs? Cake and Eggs. Dude, that's probably you showed me that song. And we I don't. Were, when I showed you that song, we 
this is kind of like the same thing, like a throwback to a weird time recorded. Mm -hmm. We were in a hotel and we decided that we were going to record an episode at the hotel and bring a few friends on and just like have a party. Yeah. But the episode never happened because we all got so fucked up. So, yeah. So fucked up. So by the end of the night, like 2 a.m., it was you and I, and we were just like playing music back and forth while still drinking. Yeah, because we used to do that, remember? Yeah. We used to do a little roulette where it was just like, you go, you go, you go. And it was my turn, and I was like, hey, I got to get on YouTube for this one. And I played Cake and Eggs, and that's by the John... It's by Deer Tick, but mm-hmm. John McCauley. Dude, that fucking song. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is that, like, there. it's almost like someone is singing about some shit that only you thought you knew or something like that. You know what I mean? And, dude, I, I put, so, like, one time you don't have Facebook, but I put that out on Facebook, and I was like, you know, my friend Matt Moore showed me this song, blah, blah, blah. I fucking love this song. And my grandpa shared it. No way. Yeah. He was down. And he, like, doesn't do that shit. I don't even know if he knows how to. It, fuck, it could have been an accident. But I was like, holy shit, that's cool as fuck. Like, I don't know. It was it's just cool a cool moment. Yeah, that your grandpa, sh- like, I mean, but it's such a, it's such a grandpa song, too. Mm-hmm. Because, it, like, there's cow- exactly there's cowboy vibes to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's just a dude. I think he liked it. I think he really fucking liked it. I'm positive he did. There's because like if he liked Johnny Cash, he liked yeah, yeah, he liked yeah. that song. For sure. It's just like a little more modern than mm-hmm. Johnny Cash. So look up Deer Tick Cake and Eggs. Dude, and... we're gonna listen to that once we're done. Oh yeah. I gotta revisit that song. But the um but the chorus of that song, I'm just gonna speak the lyrics, but mm-hmm. they are: "You can count on me when you're in a jam and you need a hand. Yeah. I'm free. When you're in jail and you and you can't make bail, I got the money. I got the money. And in the way like, he goes, like I got the money. And it's just like that's so. It's relevant to. It's relevant, and that's fucking that's fucking friendship, baby. Yeah." Great song and um, great ten days of Deer Tick. I, I hope that you. I'm all, gonna. I am gonna check that out. That sounds awesome. I hope you because I'm sure it's like written very well and all that. Yeah. Um. Some of them are lengthy. Some of them are short and sweet, but uh, they're all they're all worth a listen. And I, you know, you follow you follow things like that, and you just like kind of double tap, and you're just like, oh, I like this band, and they hey, there's a picture of them, and you just double tap it. On these ones, on the ten days, you you sit there and you read the description, yeah. and that that's the reason you double tap it, not because you saw a fucking picture and move on and not read anything. Yeah, I I think with uh with like all the social media shit, it's it's obviously trying to push you or gear you towards something, and it's all in what you interact with. So, I would love to say that I'm not gonna do it anymore, but I don't think that's gonna happen and i i probably will take breaks and all that i don't think it's the best thing for you whatever but i do think like i'm starting to like actively like get shit that i think like this is cool and i can actually learn from this like i'll like i will follow like mainly like just comedians like movie shit like 
and just kind of get away from following anyone else like 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 you're yeah are you you're just like me like i'm i'm 33 it's in it's a different version of i'm gonna make it a different version of entertainment like i'm not i'm done following like regular people i'm not trying to be like a douche but i just i want to like I want to see a couple cool movie scenes. I want to watch a guy fucking do a grind down a rail, and I just want to, like, take a shit and then be done with it. I don't have to compare myself to anyone. I don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. But I can learn about camera angles and how people do things in movies or, like, watch an eagle, like, soar off a cliff. And catch like, a fish. You know, like, just shit like that. Like Dude, I'm... I'm- I like big titties as much as the next man. <laughs> I really do. But I'm 33 years old now, and I, I, I'm more interested in, like, watching crazy skateboard tricks than I am. Dude, fucking... we, we know they're trying to – we know what, what's going on. We know what you're doing. You're listening. You're showing. You're doing this. You're doing that. You're trying like, to I'm... get me to jerk off. I know you are. <laughs> Not you. I'm talking about the internet. I'm, I'm more interested – in somebody putting in hard work than I am like, oh, congratulations, you were born with big tits or you bought big tits. Like, yeah. I, I I, enjoy the hard work. I'm not willing to put forth the hard work. No. But I want to see that hard work more than... But I also kind of like seeing big tits. Who am yeah, I? Sometimes, Who well, am that's I? what... You, what you have that time. That's fine. But I don't know. Isn't that what the chive was for? Like, yeah, the chive was for like cool things. Oh, but also here's titties. I had to delete that app because I had to get an Uber and there wasn't enough storage on my phone, so I just started deleting apps. Which I didn't realize this that every time you send like a GIF in a text thread or whatever, that takes up storage on your phone. Ooh, I didn't know that. I mean, I didn't either. I felt like an idiot, and I went and I was like, man. Let me manage my shit. And I looked at all, like, it was like, it was telling you, like, what took up the most storage. And one of the tops on it was text. So I was like, how do I, let me go in here and try to fix this. And it just showed every fucking gift that I've ever sent. Do you say gif? I say gif. Okay, so do I. We're gif guys. We're gif. I think gift everybody's guys. gif. Every, everybody's gif. You know, you'll you'll have that one fucker that pushes up his glasses. And yeah, says like, yeah. It's actually gif. I just wanted to make so sure like, I wasn't up, sounding like an idiot up. by mispronouncing things because I sound like an idiot with the things that I say. So I don't want to compound it with also mispronouncing things. But anyway, I went in there, dude. I took like fifteen minutes to delete all that shit, and there were still more than I could delete again. So, and because I, I love them, I think they're hilarious. So my telephone, it has, it has a terabyte of uh, memory on it. But every single text message that I've ever received since two thousand and fifteen, I can still go back and mm-hmm. find. Mm-hmm. If I if I have decided to just say fuck it and press delete all, it would probably take an hour and a half to delete all of those motherfuckers. Yeah, why? Do, what is it in us that we need to save that? I don't. I don't. I don't need to save that. I'm never going to be like, oh, like let me find the receipt. I remember him I, motherfuckering I, me. I forgot what me and Glenn were talking about three years ago. 
Yeah, no, I never did that. So what's stopping me from just deleting all of that motherfucker? Nothing. Nothing. No, I I don't like receive tit pics anymore, so I don't I I haven't like saved any of those. Why do we do what we do, Matt? Why are there like there's just these simple hurdles that aren't even that big of a deal? Like you could just hit delete right now. But we just don't. Is it? Is, are we going? Are we heading back to self sabotage? Do you think that's what that is? Listen, all y'all, it's sabotage. Damn. Jin 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 All I know is I was at the fucking store earlier and I was pretty confident it was not me, but there were some aggravating motherfuckers where I legit almost decided to be that person. I was like, do I just look at someone and go, What what do you I wanted to like explain the situation to them through my eyes and be like, now, do you think what you did was right here? It was just like aggravating ass shit. And I know. it, I think it, it, it's almost like it starts to, you're like a magnet for it once it like gets under your skin. Yeah. But the thing is, if you were cool as a cucumber and like something was aggravating you, but you just explained to somebody calmly why it was aggravating you, they'd probably be like, oh, shit, that's aggravating. What I was just doing was aggravating. Yeah, or they would get really scared because if you just walk up to them and be like, do you realize that I was walking down this aisle and you just fucking ramsacked, like, and just, like, you're in the way? Yeah. Do you think that, and they would be like, I'm sorry, please don't. Please don't murder me. Please don't murder me. Yeah. I had a couple of those, dude. Hey, um, excuse me, let me... Let me tell you the reason why you were the dick in this situation. And then you you calmly explain to them while, why you were the they were the dick in that situation. And then they're just like, dude, this this man that has his hands in his pockets might pull out a knife and fucking stab yeah, me. Yeah, and I don't even think you like explain that to them that they're the dick in the situation. No, I think if you just explain the situation and be like, now what do you... What are you taking away from this? Now that I've showed you from my perspective, because you came from over there, you might not have saw it, but I came from right here, and you're fucking skirt skirting, like just in the way. I try not to be in anyone's way. I try to not be in anyone's way. I try to be nice. I try to say please, thank you. I I try to do all this shit, and then it when it doesn't get reciprocated, you're not supposed to do that shit because you want it done back to you. You're just supposed to do it because it's the right thing to do. I know. But when it's just not done back to you, after like the fifth time, you're just like, look, motherfuckers, I'm doing my best here. Could you just put forth any effort? I know. At all. I know what you're talking about. Am I just, I'm sorry. And uh, we're, we're talking standard things like walking down the aisles of, a, of Target. Dude, and easy. I got, Let's, and we can do it. I'm, we can do I'm, it. I'm pushing a cart, and I'm watching my girlfriend look at look at things over her shoulder while still walking forward, and I'm giving air quotes to forward because she's veering left, and she's walking right into a motherfucker. <laughs> that's and, the type. And, and that's I'm the just, shit and I'm, I'm talking about. And I'm just like, hey, hey, babe. And, and she looks and she's like, what? And then she stops and this person has to stop because it's like, hey, you're 
I'm going in a straight line. You're not. And then she's like, what am I doing wrong? And I was like, you're, you're walking into people. And like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know how I have to explain it anymore that if, if I was pushing a cart and somebody started to veer into my straight path, I I would probably just hit them and be like, "Hey, get the fuck out of my way." I don't know, I don't know how to, I don't know how to be like the sweet boyfriend. That's yes, like, yes, like, babe. You, well, you're 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 turning your head right. <laughs> you're turning your head right, but like you just keep walking left and just like walking into this. You're not seeing where you're going. I will say the one. I can't do that. I, I have to be like, it happened babe, to me once. Babe, pay attention to what the fuck you're doing. That's what I have to say. And and that's probably why I'm should be single. Pay attention to what you're doing. Yes. And also, if you're not paying attention to what you're doing, that shit happens sometimes. All you have to do is just be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Excuse me. That's all you have to do because I had about six interactions with this shit in one store visit. And the one of them was my fault. Because there was a new frozen pizza on an end cap, and I'm all about <laughs> fucking frozen pizzas. Oh yeah, like I fucking love them. Free I was, pies. dude. I was I, check. I was checking that thing out. Like I would check out. It, I like I would check out. Like uh, titties. Titties on Instagram. Or, I call them fro pies. Yeah, dude. Let's. I'll call them fro pies. Fro pie. So I was checking one out, and I was like, "Ooh, I haven't seen that one yet." Because I always get the new ones, just because I'm a connoisseur. And this lady was trying to come out of an aisle, but I did that whole thing. I did exactly what you said. I was looking uh, right, and I was veering left. And she had to stop. And I looked over, and I'm like, holy fuck. And I realized I had just checking out that frozen pizza. So I said, oh, I'm so sorry. Excuse me. And she goes, okay. And then we're good. The thing is, it's when you don't acknowledge your fucking shitness, and then you just act like it's the other person's fault. And I just want to be like, this wasn't me, bitch. This wasn't me. This was you being you... a fucking shithead. But now you're fucking looking at me. Like, and now I have some sort of weird guilt. Like, was it me? Was it me? And then I go, no. No, it was not me. I was there. You were there. You're being a fucking shit. But you're projecting could it you, onto me. Could you imagine if you tried to explain even further to that lady? If you were like, I'm sorry. I was... I was just admiring these new frozen pizzas. I should have been like, I'm, and, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Please excuse me. me Did you see they got some new frozen pizzas over here? Do you enjoy frozen let me, pizzas? Let me, put, let me put one in your cart. And that, and like, what if you were the marketer? Oh, dude. Ooh. Dude, hold on. Hold on. This happened. This happened in real life with Blackberry, dude. When Blackberry was first coming out, circa whatever fucking year, so so sorry I don't know the 2000 year. Two thousand something. Whatever. Two thousand two thousand maybe. Two thousand something. Um, Blackberry used to hire models what? to carry around their phones and flirt with men, and then be like, "Oh, oh, so sorry." Um, will you put your phone number in my phone and hand them the BlackBerry? That far? Just, just so they so men can have Blackberries in their hand and like use the use the Blackberries to see if they liked so they the like phone. This. Just like just to get just to get like hands in the phone, they would hire models. 
Dude. to hit on men and put numbers in front. You calling me a frozen pizza model right you're now? You're a frozen meat. You're a frozen pizza model. Dude, I'll fucking write it down. Frozen pizza. Frozen model. pizza model. Write it down. Put it on your hand. I don't know. We have. We don't have paper in here. All right, I'm gonna write down frozen pizza model. Frozen pizza model, man. I would uh, I would sling some frozen pies. That's another thing that the bar stool what kind of stuck in my craw with them was that dude. I was thinking about starting. Well, I was starting a tech model. M O D E L or is it L E? No, like blue <laughs> cheese. But I was I was I had a text thread going with a couple buddies, and we were like, "Dude, check out this frozen pizza." Check out this frozen pizza. And I was like, you know what would be cool? Like to do like a frozen pizza thing. And then that dude did it gloriously. He did his pizza reviews from home. He did uh, frozen pizzas. It was perfect. He crushed it. Can I tell you about my frozen pizza idea? The The pizza pizza? Yeah, but nobody's ever heard it yet. Mm -hmm. So one thing that I've uh, always – I used to get high – I used to be cool. I used to play the Nintendo, you know? You, <laughs> you know sound like I mean? a youth group <laughs> minister. <laughs> hey, hey I up? used to get high. I used to get high, just like you. But you know what? Then I, then I got so high, I talked to God. <laughs> and he told me, don't do that no more. All right, here's what it is, guys. Find the two cheapest pizzas you can find. One cheese. The other one, whatever Tostinos. your favorite. Fun, what, Totinos. Yeah, but those are the the. There's a Totinos pizza, like frozen pizza. Yeah, the the square one. I always thought Totinos was just like the little pizza, uh, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. Am find, I mispronouncing it? Find the find the two cheapest pizzas you can find. Find get one cheese, get one whatever flavor you like. Cook them both in the same fucking oven at the same fucking time. Whatever you want, whatever whenever you want. That's when you pull them out of the oven. When they're finished, place the cheese pizza down, and you chop up the other pizza as much as you possibly can. Mince. You have to mince mince it. Mince it. Mince it. If you have a fucking thing. (laughs) Immersion blender. Immersion blender. That's going to make it liquidy at some point. Okay, if no, you have ha- one of those. by hand, mince up the other frozen pizza. And you you, t- it's finely diced pizza. You use that as the topping for the for the cheese pizza, and then you cut that into your eight sections, and then you got yourself a pizza pizza. Pizza pizza. And I'll tell you what, you're never going to be more high or more full in your life. <laughs> you're going to go, <laughs> you will not be more high or more... Hi. <laughs> but the thing is, for every pizza, every piece that you're eating... You're having you're actually, another pizza. You're actually having two. You're doubling up on your pizza. So, guys, think about it. I don't know. I don't know what else to tell you. What's your favorite frozen pizza? All these. Mom, Mama Cozy. I got one in my freezer Dude, right now. They're you gotta like, thaw those first. No, you don't. That's what it says. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's stupid. Not everything. That's Lord, why I don't make. Not it. everything the Lord says you should listen it's to. It's just like you have to thaw this pizza. Who the fuck thaws a frozen pizza when you want a frozen pizza? Who you want a fucking frozen is pizza? Is Aldi to be like, hey guys, 
you you have to plan your frozen pizza. No, dude, I've never thawed that frozen pizza one time in my life. I also like how someone's like, you should not drink and have a good travel day. And I'm like, fuck you. And then they're like, you should thaw this pizza before you freeze it. And I'm like, I have to do that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm like, I have you, to follow the before rules. Before you cook it. I have to follow the rules. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> it well, doesn't matter if you do that or not. The other thing actually matters. That's why. I think, I think that rules are something that you're either going to follow or you are not going to follow. You cannot stop somebody either way. Like murder. I'm never going to murder smoke weed. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe I'm going to smoke weed. Yeah. But one of those laws is against the Bible. The other one says nothing in the fucking Bible. Also stop using the fucking Bible. No one's a- using the Bible, dude. We're talking about actual rules. Fuck the Bible's rules, but they do have some pretty cool rules. The Bible has good rules? Yeah, I mean, the Ten Commandments do make sense. I'm not I'm not advocating the Bible. I've tried to read it once. Okay, Jerry. And it just coming it was from boring. you who wants to fuck your neighbor. Like, literally, Mark? Your, your neighbor. Mark? Yes. I don't want to fuck him. Dude, you said Mark. He's a I teacher. Wanna, Mark. You were like, Mark, Mark. Well, All is right. this where we end? This is it. We found the name for the, the fucking podcast. We have like already. five names. No, we have one. We're done. Oh, cool. And uh, guys, Jared's going to, to Mexico. Yep, I got I got to fill some shoes that I'm not even going to even try to feel. Fill. Feel? Feel. 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 Anyway, the guy that's driving us there, his name's Phil. And we're just going to feel real good about Phil driving us to fill our holes. <laughs> and with that, my name is Matt Morris. I'm Jared Moxley. Thanks for being here. And we uh, are a weird, weird time, time recorded. recorded. I thought we were going to say I was going to piss my pants again. Uh, no. Bell's Too Hearted, unofficial sponsor. Uh, Delicious what are, tonight. What other sponsor... Oh, I have a travel bidet. Ooh. I yeah. packed it and it comes in a little uh scrimpy Booty sunglasses wand. case. Booty wand. We should make our own travel bidets called booty wands. <laughs> All right, we said we said our piece. Sorry, so. I just want to be rich enough that an Instagram model every time I shit drinks water doesn't rich. swallow it and we shoots it in rich. my asshole. Remember, my dad bought a fucking. I wouldn't make anyone do my that. My dad actually. bought a Pontiac 3800, and I told him to go get bent. And I was like, "I've made it. I've made it now." And he's dead now, so I can't even show him that I've made it. And I'm rich, Matt. Now, he knows. Okay. Cheers, brother. Cheers, dude. I love you. Hoo wee, make up, make up, make up. Shut the. Shut it off.